Welcome to the Ink Productivity Tip of the Day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's tip. Three steps to manage overload when you have too much on your plate. From Deborah Roberts. As a leader, you're undoubtedly capable, but that doesn't mean you have superhuman traits. High achievers often forget that there are limits to their energy, brain power, patience, and abilities. Their misguided belief that they can or must do it all is at the root of overload. The stress that results from tight deadlines, constantly putting out fires, insufficient hours in the day, budget constraints, staff conflicts, and exhaustion mount over time as your inner coping resources are depleted, burnout creeps in, making it difficult to meet the demands of your job and stay connected with your team. Your team looks to you for guidance when work heats up and deadlines loom. Leaders who lack essential coping skills are seen as the opposite of capable connected, and caring about their team. When leaders stop showing up for their teams, their teams stop showing up for them. You can achieve your goals without becoming overloaded, but it requires you to be intentional and to focus on those things you can control, such as your self-awareness. Concentrating on what is within your control will help you stay flexible and resilient. Here are three key steps you can take to keep from becoming overloaded and manage overload when it occurs. 1. Assess the time factor. Working smart means pausing to assess the presumed effort required and time factors involved before engaging in yet another project. Always take a step back and determine how this new project fits in with the existing work schedules and workloads of your team. Is it a priority? Does it have to be completed now or can it wait? If it is a priority, which projects or tasks can be paused to make time for this new project? Not all projects must be completed immediately. Take on a new project only if it is a priority. Choosing not to take on a new project is not a sign of weakness. It does not mean that you are not a team player, nor does it imply that you and your team aren't capable. Instead, it speaks to your keen understanding of the bigger picture and your willingness to protect your team so they can do the work they do without becoming overloaded. Knowing your limitations and those of your team makes you a good leader. It is a strength, not a weakness. Two, make a conscious effort to be present. Being present and focused, not distracted, is your most important job. It allows you to fully engage with the task at hand and the work environment, including the people on your team. This in-the-moment awareness results in greater effectiveness, and being present gives you a sense of calm and enjoyment. When you are not present, you may find yourself soldiering on without awareness. When that is the case, you can't show up as your best self in any area of your life because you are only partially engaged with the environment, task, or people around you. When you are soldiering, you show up merely to get things done because there's a lot to do and you need to take care of it. When you are soldiering, you are overwhelmed but obligated. We all soldier at different times in our life. It's not a bad thing, but I highly recommend making an effort to be present and aware of when you are soldiering. 
To do that, check in with yourself at least once a day to observe yourself. Notice how you are feeling and put it into words. For example, I am zoning out and not focusing after so many meetings. I feel overwhelmed looking at the number of emails I got while out of the office yesterday. I'm doing okay. I feel good. If you're doing well, continue with your day. But if you've identified a potential problem, address that issue before you do anything else. If you're zoning out and not focused, go for a walk. If you don't have the time for a quick walk, take a moment to feel your feet on the floor, wiggle your toes, and lightly stamp your feet. That simple action will remind your brain to shift your thinking and refocus. If you are overwhelmed, create a quick plan for how and when you will address the issues that you have control over. It's also important to connect with the feelings of being overwhelmed and decide how to address them so you don't get stuck. If you're overwhelmed by emails, your plan might include taking a few slow, circular breaths to slow your system down, and then setting aside a specific and reasonable amount of time to review and respond to your emails. Do not ignore your observations or the feelings that arise when you check in with yourself. Ignoring this early warning system can compound the problem and exacerbate feelings of overload. By addressing the situation immediately, you can take care of yourself and your team. If you, your team, and your organization do not have strong communication skills, it will add pressure and stress to an already burdened system. Poor communication drains financial resources, lowers productivity and efficiency, increases tension and misunderstandings, and raises stress levels exponentially. It contributes to everyone feeling overloaded and exhausted. The communication protocol teaches you and your teams how to address even the most difficult situations so you can work together toward a solution, regardless of the circumstances, and become more resilient and resourceful when handling stress and overwhelm. Three, work hard and play harder. Be fully present at work, but also learn to leave it at the office when possible. Take time to have fun, engage in physical activity to release tension, and connect with the people in your life. When I worked with a healthcare company, one of the pharmacists reported that when he left the office, he consciously removed his white lab coat and put it in the closet. By paying attention to that behavior and being fully present while removing his coat and leaving it at work, he created a boundary between work and home. As he drove home, he listened to music he enjoyed, shifting his mood from the intensity of the day to a more relaxed state, which was how he wanted to show up at home. Did it always work? No, but many times he and his family were grateful he could be present with them and not distracted or exhausted from work pressures. Choose to do things you enjoy that will enable you to replenish your energy whenever possible. You work hard and you are a capable and effective leader. You don't have to burn yourself out proving your worth. In fact, the more you can lead by example, the more effective a leader you will be. That's it from Inc. Check back weekday mornings at 6 a.m. Eastern for more tips. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.